It's an emergency. Yes, it is. And when there's an emergency, you know who joins me. It's time for The Dime. You are now listening to The Dime with Josh Rodriguez, your weekly go-to podcast for all things NBA. Subscribe on iTunes or listen every week on thedimepodcast.com. And now, your host, Josh Rodriguez. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to The Dime. It is 2.30 in the morning, Eastern Time. I am downstairs screaming into a microphone for one reason. And that reason is because Kawhi Leonard is now a Los Angeles Clipper, along with Paul George. Holy shit. Before we get started, let me introduce you to the show. This is The Dime. You can follow the Twitter at, at The Dime NBA. Also on Instagram, I am Josh Rodriguez at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. I'm going to introduce to you my guest right now, Josh Veltri, seven-time Emmy Award winner. I mean, this is not the typical show, so... Uh, we're not going to go through the whole theatrics. You have a child. I'm screaming in my dad's house right now because I'm visiting New York. He's probably going to come down screaming at me in like five minutes, but it's worth it. Josh, thanks for coming on, man. This is nuts, man. I was funny. I was, I've been, I was asleep for like three hours. I went to bed in the middle <laughs> of the summer league game, and then my son was up probably around like 1.30, 1.45. I was like, I told my wife, I was like, oh, I'll get him. Just, you know, whatever, watching Sports Center, scrolling Twitter. I put him back down, about to go back to sleep. And all of a sudden, I'm like, you know what? I'll check Twitter one more time. And Woj Bomb just stunned me. Stunned Unbelievable. Me, I was about to go to sleep. I was about to go to sleep. I'm actually going to Atlantic City in seven hours. <laughs> so I was like, let me get some sleep. Check Twitter one more time. And Woj Bomb. There it is. Woj Bomb. And if you are living under a rock or you're just waking up and you're like, this is a new Dime episode tonight? Holy shit. Like, what's going on? This is what's going on. Woj tweeted about 35 minutes ago, so shortly before 2 p.m. Eastern, quote, free agent forward Kawhi Leonard has informed runner-ups of his plans. He's signing with the Clippers, league sources tell ESPN. Bomb. Right away, that's a bomb. But before we even talk about that, immediately, two minutes later, he drops, I think, these two bombs together, there will never be another one like this, ever. (laughs) That's just my prediction. Oklahoma City is trading all-star Paul George to the Los Angeles Clippers for a record-setting collection of draft choices. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, man. It's nuts. This is absolutely insane. Insane. The Kawhi signing with the Clippers is not insane. It was between three teams. It was one of the three teams that we knew it would be. But And it's been the favorite all year. Right. The Clippers were the favorite Absolutely. all year. Absolutely. So he, him signing with the Clippers, it would have been a bomb, whatever. But the fact that Paul George is now going to be a Los Angeles Clipper, the narratives, I mean, you just think about it. Paul George was supposed to be a Laker. He wanted to go to Los Angeles, and then he chose Oklahoma City over the Lakers, over LeBron. And now he's actually going to Los Angeles, but he's going to be a Clipper instead of a Laker. This season is going to be absolutely crazy to watch i cannot freaking wait but josh i mean just first impressions what do you think of this trade so far it's paul george is going to be traded to the thunder for danilo gallinari shea gilgis alexander and did you tell me seven draft picks did i read that correctly so it's it's four unprotected firsts one protected first i believe and then two pick swaps so basically it could end up being they, they end up giving five picks but they can end up giving seven basically in terms of like ranking obviously so like that's that's it's just insane unbelievable um but i guess too they were saying that the, like 
I guess Paul George and Russell weren't getting along. Shocker, I know. But there's some. <laughs> Is there? I think I, I, don't, know it, I don't know if it was Woj. Yeah. There's someone saying there's discontent among the Thunder top two stars. Uh, I've lost it now on Twitter because Twitter is going what? for as much as it can go nuts at 2 a.m. on East Coast time. Yeah. It's going nuts. Yeah, it absolutely um, is. I didn't I didn't see that and, anywhere, but I, it wouldn't surprise me. Russell's really hard to play with. Yeah, and then yeah, Kawhi Leonard, four-year, 142 max contracts with the Clippers. Um, but like looking at the Clippers roster, it's funny ESPN's actually. So they're, they're ESPN's Twitter handle tweeted the Lakers logo by accident but their, womp womp. but their roster for the Clippers is accurate up to date so props to whoever did that they already have Paul George and Kawhi on there and they took off uh, Gallo and uh, SGA but like so they're starting five is probably going to be like so you got PG, Kawhi you got Mo Harkless and then you saw Pat Beverly, Trez Harrell Lou Williams defensively they're going to be absurd dude I forgot they have Landry Shamit too like Ups- they're absurd they are absurd this is an absurd team. Cinderius Thornwell. Yeah, they ha- they have to be the favorites. They have to be, because the Lakers aren't rounded up yet. Um, Woj well, signed Danny Green, right? Yeah, mini mini bomb. We're not even going to give the bomb sound effect for this. No, no. Free agent guard Danny Green will sign a two year, thirty million dollar deal. Um, yeah, Woj just tweeted out three minutes ago. As expected, Kawhi Leonard four years, one hundred and forty two max. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm also another Woj bomb here. Kawhi Leonard has been recruiting Paul George to find a way to get to the Clippers, and L.A. pulled it off tonight. George goes to the Clippers with Leonard, and together they walk into the Staples Center to go head-to-head with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Second tweet, another Woj bomb. After Leonard pushed George to find a way to get to the Clippers, Paul George approached the team and requested a trade. League sources tell ESPN, OKC was left with no choice and made the best out of a difficult situation per sources. How did this stay quiet? I have no idea, man. It's really incredible. And Kawhi, like, props to, I guess, Paul George has some people, too, we trust. Because, I mean... For real. I mean, well, and, and, this, it, and this is just what sh- shows that, you know, if it didn't leak, so OKC got this massive haul. Because once it leaks that Paul George is unhappy, they have no leverage. And But, like, they, they didn't leak. And obviously, Clippers didn't want to say anything because they didn't want to jinx the fact that Kawhi would come there. So it was like the perfect storm in terms of the the assets that went to the Thunder. Right. Um. So I just saw a tweet. Lakers fans, don't worry. Y'all got Jared Dudley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is crazy. I mean, and listen, I don't want to really badge or, or, or diss any quote-unquote insider out there, but the amount of shit that we heard for the past two, three, four days about where Kawhi was going and all these people gaining followers because they so-called had this inside information that he was going to Los Angeles or staying in Toronto. Like, if there's one thing we probably learned as media, it's to shut the hell up if you don't know anything. This is, like, uh, this is the most satisfying outcome I think I could have even dreamed of. I mean, for me especially, I obviously have no inside information whatsoever. And it's funny, I've been a huge fan of Ryan Rousseau this whole week, basically saying, like, anyone who says they know anything about Kawhi is just lying. It's like, no one inside the NBA knows anything. Like, you ask, like, the Raptors front office, and they have no idea anything about this guy. He's like, everyone that's saying they have some idea, they just don't. Liars. And But I'd like to point out that I have said on this podcast 
before the finals that I thought Kawhi was going to the Clippers. I stuck with that on Sunday when between me and you, we have a text chain that proves this. I said, KD, as a KD to the Nets, and I said, Kawhi to the Clippers on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, you did. And another, well, this is not a bomb anymore. This is just Woj revealing more information. 36 seconds ago, Woj says, sources, Leonard and George met in LA earlier in the week. How did nobody know that? Clippers had long been front runners for Leonard but it is unlikely he would have made final leap to sign without the Paul George trade. Look at that. Clippers imagined Leonard as a part of the Lakers' big three and knew they had no choice. They did the OKC deal. So I guess the Lakers were his second choice. I mean, yeah, that's the way he wanted to be in LA. And, but yeah. it's, it's just like, oh my God, man. That, it's just crazy. There's going to be two great LA teams now. Unbelievable. It's going to be insane. The the league has to be ecstatic about this. And honestly, as a fan, I'm a Knicks fan, so we're not going anywhere. There's no (laughs) way I have any expectations of anything. I just want to enjoy good basketball. Now you have the Lakers, you have the Clippers, you have the Jazz, you have the Blazers, you have the Nuggets, you have the Sixers, you have the Bucks, you have, I think the Pacers are good. I don't know if they're championship contenders, but I mean, off the top of my head, I just gave you eight teams. And next year, the Nets, too. Once KD comes back, it's like... This is going to be... This is the most fun I think we're going to have as basketball fans going forward. It's going to be unbelievable. It's I wide cannot open. wait for next season. There's yeah, eight to ten teams who all could, in theory, based on injury Rockets luck, matchups, go yeah. in. Yeah, and um, the Rockets make nine. I mean, we named ten on the other podcast I had with Mike Rippy, but yeah, I, this is awesome. I'm I'm really loving this. Oh yeah, and then like now it's. Can you imagine just every night on TV? There's me awesome matchups too. It's not going to be like, oh, who are the Lakers playing? That's the only team. Like, it's everyone. It's, it's a win for everyone except the Lakers. Yeah, for real. I mean, because the Lakers and LeBron, too. I mean, LeBron, I think, felt like he was coasting his way to another finals appearance or maybe another championship. And now he has to compete with the team in the same city. He went to Los Angeles to take over Hollywood, basically, and take over the entertainment industry. And now he's competing for that. Well, yeah. And it's just, well, first of all, his hat tonight just drove me nuts. He had LeBron hat <laughs> yeah, on his hat. No, you were so <laughs> mad at that. so mad at that. But what's funny is that. So he supposedly met with Kawhi earlier in the week. And um, from all accounts, he was basically telling Kawhi, you know, like, this is going to be your team. Like, you know, you're going to take over for me in a couple of years or whatever. And obviously, I wouldn't believe him. Like, he's obviously saying it to yeah. get him there. Obviously, Kawhi didn't believe him. Um, so basically, that's another person. Like, yeah, he got AD to come play with him. But, man, it's, it's a huge miss for LeBron. And he's now not even the best team in L.A. No, I, the Clippers are, are infinitely better. And honestly, like I like Gallo. Gallo, I have a very uh, soft spot for him because he was a Nick on one of my favorite Nick teams of all time. Um, Shea Gills, just Alexander, is a solid rookie last year. But the Clippers, to be honest with you, you're giving up a hell of a lot of draft picks, so you better win the championship. But as far as their roster is concerned, you're really not giving up much. Well, and so like the thing that I like about this from the Clippers' point of view, one, they're deep already, so giving away Gallo is like, like I said, you have all these wings now. They just got Mo Harkless in that deal, right. which now looks even better. Um, Gallo's kind of old, injury bug, you know, has been knocked up a lot lately. And you replace him with Paul George. It's like. Yeah, and, and that, and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are both under contract now for the next three years. They're both under 30. Like, so you know what? You have the first pick for. Well, can you can you give up back to back? You can't. So they're probably going to no, spread out the picks. So I wonder yeah. what the years are. So they must be spread out every other year. So I mean, like 20, yeah, twenty twenty two, and then twenty twenty four. Yeah. Or something like that. So I mean, who knows that that point? But I mean, if you win a title, or even if you're Clippers, if you make a finals, like that's like that's the best. It's just it's this is the best thing that's ever happened to the Clippers franchise. 
Oh, absolutely. This this is already the best team in, in franchise history. It's not yeah. even close. Um, I, I don't listen off the top of my head. Like I said, I, I would have to sit down now with free agency being over and, and legitimately go over each team. But I mean, when you add Kawhi Leonard and Paul George to a team that gave the Warriors problems in the first round and as deep as they are with the head coach and Doc Rivers. And let's be honest, that culture that they're building in Los Angeles is better than the Lakers culture. Much better. Um, I, I I just it just feels right if you're a Clippers fan. So yeah, so ESPN just tweeted out like the, the potential starting lineup for the Clippers of Beverly Leonard, Harkless, Paul George, and then Ed Zubac as a center, basically saying right. that they could still have Lou Will and Trez Harrell coming off the bench to just wreck it. Because that was that was what made them so good last year was their bench just killed people. Right. Imagine if they still do that with having Kawhi and Paul George yeah. in their starting lineup. It's just. It's- yeah, they're going to be. They, I mean, to me, they're the favorites. Woj they're just the opposite tweeted, of the Lakers. They're not top yeah. heavy. They're super yeah. balanced and deep. Exactly. Woj just tweeted in the end. Kawhi Leonard didn't want to construct a super team with the Lakers. He wanted. <laughs> he, he, wanted a, he wanted a co-star across the Staples corridor with the Clippers and made it clear to Steve Ballmer and Lawrence Frank, get Paul George and I'm coming. <laughs> Boss. Why, man, it's just like, has any stock been higher since he like sat out an entire year? Just like sat out a year. Sat out a whole year. And honestly, there was a narrative going around. And I think I was a part of, we might've been, both been a part of, I think we both were kind of ragging on him about like sitting out and being a little bit of a diva. I mean, his stock yeah. not only was down, but it tanked. It, it tanked. If you bought low on Kawhi stock, you are rolling in the money right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, just like every team that should have traded for him, like when Boston be like, I don't know if I want to trade Jalen Brown for Kawhi. And it was just like, God, you're idiots. Like, even for a year, Toronto was right. like, you know what? Because Raptors fans right now, what do you have to be mad about? Like, yeah, he left, but you won the title. Like, right. you can't be mad. Right. You can't be mad. He, he, one year, one title. Listen, he, he gave you more than whatever Vince Carter gave you, Tracy McGrady gave you, DeMar DeRozan gave you. I think when he returns to return, uh, Toronto, he gets a standing ovation. There's he no should, doubt in my mind. In my opinion, he totally should. He did everything yeah. that the franchise asked. The question yeah. is, does his number get retired in Toronto? Yes. Like KD's, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't know why. I, I kind of get why KD's gets retired in Golden State. They did win a championship before him, and they, as a franchise, they weren't that, I mean, relevant until Steph Curry became what he is today and, and carried them to that. So I, I kind of get it. Um, but Kawhi, you have to. That's the one championship you have. He's the reason why. He's the finals MVP. The circumstances surrounding it. You have to You have to retire this number. I know it's but one year. Don't you just wait until they retire? Like, the whole KD thing just bugs me because, like, wait until the guy's out of the league before you do that. Well, yeah, yeah. You wait till he's out of the league and then, like, a couple it's years so after weird. that. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I agree um, with that. But, yeah, no, if I'm a Raptors fan, it's like, and now they, now they start rebuilding. Now they just basically blow it up. And so they're in a full-on rebuild with that team. Do you think so? Just, I don't, yeah. I don't know if they are because you got Pascal well, after them. I mean, they're still pretty. They play they're pretty in the well. mix of a rebuild, basically. They're going to get rid of Lowry. Like, he's not, like, he's, he's got, I think this is his last year. Okay. This is his last year of the deal. Like, I'm pretty sure um, Abaka has one year left. Like, a bunch of guys that take up a lot of salary. They'll probably they're use gonna, trade chips at the deadline. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I mean by rebuild. Like, they're kind of in the middle of it already because they have a bunch of nice young pieces on their team, but they're not, like, they're not going to be contending for a title this year trying to like they're going to start looking towards the future and making sure they can build around Siakam and the young pieces they have. This is incredible. I this is it's, it's the this is the most Woj bomb of any Woj bomb it, that it I can was, ever remember. It was insane. I don't think there's ever going to be another bomb that tops that. There's no freaking way. Um, I mean you were, you were saying that you thought the earthquake was started by it, right? Like the rumblings of the earthquake and yeah right that caused the earthquake <laughs> when paul george and Kawhi agree to be a clipper 
that that's what that's why there was an earthquake earthquake in Los Angeles. I'm convinced. No, yesterday was Kawhi agreeing, and today was Paul George them pulling it off. Two earthquakes, two days because of that. I'm convinced. You can't convince me otherwise. This- what the, the Paul George thing is crazy to me because he didn't even take meetings with LA last year. Supposedly no. him and like what what happened in the year? Like and what's funny is that did you hear anything all year about him and Russ? Like I always thought that they like. He loved Russ. And that's the funny thing. I, that's the reason why he went back to OKC. I thought it's because yeah. he loved playing with Russell Westbrook. But, you know, like I said, like Russell's a hard person to play with. He seems like, I wouldn't say a hard person to get along with, but he keeps to himself. He's not really friendly. Um, okay, so my counterpoint to that is that Paul George played with him before he signed the contract last year. And this year he was like an MVP candidate on that team. So, I mean, I understand, like, if I'm him, like, if Kawhi tells me I can get the Clippers, like, it's, just, it's so weird the about face he did, considering he had a phenomenal year playing with them. I mean, true, the Thunder, he got hurt, and so who knows but, what would happen if he didn't, and they kind of really faded well, at the end, yeah, but it's just bizarre. I think you just alluded to it. They faded at the end, and I think the way Russ handled himself in the series against the Blazers, atop with Dane just kind of giving it to him. Oh, yeah, I, that's true. I, I, think, I think that might have opened paul george's eyes a little bit i mean if you're a teammate of russell westbrook's you you kind of be like damn like this guy is kind of toxic he kind of does cost his team games i mean russ i don't know if you remember the possession that the thunder had before dame hit that buzzer beater it was a wild out of control drive by russell westbrook <laughs> Shocker. you know Shocker. and paul george was hot that game like paul george was killing it that game everyone talks about dame in that game because he had 50 and he hit that game winning shot but paul george was killing it that game and, you know, for him not to touch the ball, final possession, and have that type of shot, that's got to be frustrating. And, I, and Durant went through that. Paul George went through that. Paul George was an MVP candidate all year and was playing the best basketball of his career. And obviously, he thinks it's in detriment to what Russell was doing. I think that says a lot about Russ. I mean, I don't want to get make this podcast about Russell Westbrook, but as a Thunder fan, like, where do you go from here if you're, if you're a Thunder fan or a, th- a Thunder player or the organization? You have a coach in Billy Donovan who no one seems to like. Um, you had all these draft picks. I mean, Danilo Gallinari's cool, but he's not like a, you know, you're not going to do anything in the West with these guys. They might miss the playoffs this year. Oh, you, but maybe Russell got a triple double and an MVP. I, mean, you know. <laughs> I think that narrative is officially shot to death. It's done. It's so funny. He, he put up the same numbers the next two years and didn't come close to the MVP voting. It's like, it's just crazy. I mean, I was a big fan of Russ that year when he, I thought he played great. He, well, they won like what, 47, 48 games. Yeah. And it was just him without KD that first year. Yeah. Um, it's going to be that team again, basically. It's going to be the Russ. But, like, what's that do for Shake Out uh, SGA? I'm just gonna, that's way easier than saying his whole name. SGA, like his development, playing with Russ, is, that's not going to be great. No, it's. He's not a shooter. He's not a shooter. He's a point guard himself. So they play the same position. Um, he had a really good rookie season, a very good rookie season. So I don't, I, I don't like that spot for him. I actually feel really bad for him. Um. So. If you're the Thunder, do you secretly shop Westbrook now yes. to just see yes. who would want, right? Blow it, the, you have to blow very, it up. You, yeah, but you have to do it quietly, though, because he's beloved there, obviously, because he stayed. Like, you, like, because the whole thing with him and KD, like, he's like, oh, I'm staying here. Everyone else leaves. Like, you ha- if that gets out, you're fucked. I, you have to do that as quietly as possible. Uh, yeah, I, I think they blow it up. I mean, why would you keep Westbrook at this point? I totally agree. And plus, with all the draft picks and yeah. everything, at this point, you're just, you trade Steven Adams 
trade Westbrook. Right. You just do a full-on reboot with all those drafts. And there's buyers, especially for Adams. I know the Celtics want him. Um, there, there are buyers for him. Yeah, I, I, at this point, if you're Sam Preston, you have to load up in OKC. It's over. It's over. You had Durant, you had Harden, you had those three together. Did it work? You had Durant and Westbrook. Did it work? Then you had Paul George, Mello. It, not, nothing you did worked. And the, Oh, my God, uh, dude. I don't think that Westbrook contract is... Holy crap. Someone will I'm take it. The... Someone will take it. And you know who would take it? You know that? what he's making this year? What is he making? Can you just take a guess? I don't know. I, I really couldn't tell. 35. It, that's uh, so that's the cap hit. He's making 38. 30, Jumps to 41 next year. Jeez. 44 in 2021, 20, 22. And then 47 in 22, 23. And he's 33 years old. $47 million. I'm going to tell you this right now. And this is because I know, because I've been around it. Guess what fan base is going to be craving for him? Oh no. <laughs> no, Josh. You oh, no. Josh, Josh, you know it's fucking true, man. You know Him with RJ Barrett. Oh, him with RJ Barrett. Stop, dude. Stop. No, no. Out of this just mid mid-range jumpers all day long. Out of this podcast turn into this. But I mean, honestly, can you just picture Nick fans tweeting, oh, bring Russ NYC, he's born for the They would lose their fucking minds in excitement if Russ I Westbrook mean, came to New York. I'm, I'm just saying that the Knicks do have all those one-year contracts that they could just. Take. You I need mean, to stop this. They they can match up the salaries you, actually pretty well. You with need that. to stop this. I regret putting this out into the universe, and you need to cut it out, Josh, because I was kidding. But people listen to this podcast. I mean, should should we just tweet it out now and be sources? So that <laughs> happens in like seven months, so we can just uh, nail that. <laughs> sources say. Yeah, sources say Knicks are uh, calling OKC about Russell Westbrook. That's gonna be the name of this episode. Sources say. Sources say. Sources. Yeah, it's like a it's like a Barton my take bit where we just like they just randomly try guessing trades and teams that happens and it happens three months from now. Like, oh, if we reported that, uh, it's so funny. Oh man, yeah, and listen, I, just to go back to the Clippers, I, I can't get over this. I mean, they are in perfect position. Doc Rivers, I mean, last year, for a little bit, there was a little bit of talk of him being overrated, and he did a fantastic job with the Clippers organization last year. Now he gets another chance to win another championship and increase his legacy. There's so many different storylines that I'm so excited. Uh, it, it's making me so excited to watch basketball next year, and I'm so mad that it's July, was it July 5th? This is crazy. Uh, it's now July oh, yeah, 6th, now July because 6th. it's 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> But man, I'm just, I'm looking at the Clippers roster and it's just like, it's crazy to me. They have everything you'd want. I mean, I guess you'd want a little more rim protection if you're picky. But I mean, <laughs> it's just like, if I'm like nitpicking their roster, that's the only nitpick yeah, I and have. Then like, besides that, they have nice young talent too. They got Jerome yeah. Robinson, who I liked out of BC. They got Landry Shamit with a sharpshooter. The they have shooting, and yeah. Like, yeah. And it's like, oh man, it's like they can do any type of style that can match up with anyone. And then they have Paul George and Kawhi who can just take over a game and also defensively. They're can you imagine trying to dribble the ball against that team? It's going to be insane. And Pat Beverly. Like, Def- that's what I said at the beginning of the podcast. Defensively, they are unreal. Unreal. They're going to be oh my God. so tough to beat in the slow down half court type game in the playoffs when the game slows down and you can't get easy buckets. Who's going to score consistently on them? Honest, like who? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, oh, it's actually Scott Van Pelt just tweeted that the Nets and the Clippers just beat the Knicks and the Lakers for superstars. Yes, it's crazy. Facts. That's yeah, putting it in that Facts. way. It's nuts. And hold on, I, I need to talk to my Nick fans really quick who are trying to convince themselves that they actually had a nice offseason. We didn't have a nice offseason. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Like, no, honestly, stop it. Are we gonna be better than we were last year? Yeah, can we compete for the eight seed? Uh, maybe at our ceiling, but is that what you want to be the eight seed? What's the worst thing you can be in the NBA? That's mediocre. 
That's what we're doing. Let's be mediocre. Yay. Let's win a few games. Yay. No, we were supposed to suck again. If we didn't get Katie and Kyrie, suck. Just suck. Why are we putting together a team that is not going to be together for the next two or three? Everyone's on a two-year contract. Todd Gibson, Bullock, Bobby Portis. They're not going to be here in two years. Why are you putting together a team that's going to be halfway decent so we can't get a good draft? It, it makes no sense. I hate this organization. I hate them. Can I just say, going like I, the one thing I wish about this Woj bomb, going back to that, yeah, is that can you imagine if it had happened like four hours ago with LeBron courtside for that? Oh my god! Game? I, mean, I would imagine with the cameras on him and him see like him and AD finding out. Oh, that would have been just so perfect. And then the earthquake happening. That would have been <laughs> amazing television. Also, I want to give a shout out to Jerry West, who I think is the greatest GM of all time. He has to be. He might have been already, and he, this solidifies it for me. He's unreal. How old is he? God, I feel like because he was the one who helped us to build the Clippers, or not the Clippers, I'm sorry, the Warriors originally. Yeah, yep. He's ageless. He Let's he see. might have just built back-to-back 81 dynasties. 81 years old. He, he just built, he might have just built back-to-back dynasties. But that's God, insane. Jeez, it's nuts. Man, I'm going to have to go to a Clippers game this year. I when went to two. Said, when was the last time you said that? I said it twice last year. I went to two Clipper games. I went to Clippers Raptors and Clippers Kings. I try to see. Oh I try God. to see Kawhi at the Staples Center. He didn't. He didn't play that game. Very upset. And the rap, <laughs> the Raptors still whipped him. Uh, yeah. Well, then now he's in. Like they're he's him and Paul George. Like they're gonna take it. Like Kawhi for sure is gonna play like 60, 65 games again. The Raptors gave gave the Clippers a blueprint last year for how to handle him. You don't think that was a one year thing? No, I think it's uh, based on how he finished the postseason with him limping and he looked like he wasn't 100%. I think that his quad is kind of like an ongoing issue in the management thing. So I think that if you can make, if they're going to be a top three seed probably with him playing. Like Toronto didn't really worry about the one seed. Um, I think you'd make sure he's healthy and be able to play 40 plus minutes a game in the playoffs and whatever he wants to do, whatever he feels comfortable. Because I think a lot of that was him and his team saying that he wanted nights off like in the regular season. And so you tell Kawhi, like, yo, man, you want to take tonight off? We're fine. Like, we're good. This team has proven that they can win. They can be a playoff team without Kawhi or Paul George. They proved that last year. And now, like, with those two guys, they can, you know, they don't have to play crazy big minutes. Like, like LeBron and AD can actually play crazy big minutes for that team. And both of them, have, you know, LeBron actually showed that he can has a chink in his armor last year with injuries. AD's always been... The injury bugs always kind of bitten him a little bit. It's they don't have the depth. It's like it's the complete opposite in terms of what they're relying on their star players for. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. And you have Paul George now, so even when Kawhi takes a break, it's not like you're gonna I want to say sacrifice anything, but you still have a star to go to. You just, you still have give yourself. One's one a of those sh- things that you can always make sure one of them on the floor too. So you don't have to put either in big minutes. But as long as one of them's on the floor, you're good. Right. And that was why, like, the, not to bring it like. Not to bring in other teams, but that's why I like the Sixers without Horford so much. Is that now with him and Embiid, it's the same type of thing. Like they don't necessarily have to play together the entire time. They can play together at the beginning of the game and then crunch time. And in the middle, you just you stagger them to make sure you always have a good, a right. really really good player on the floor at all times. So you're not ever giving up those 10-0 runs when your best player sits. Like we all saw all the like plus minuses, like when LeBron sat out back in the day. And like oh my god, like. Plus minus is ridiculous. Russell Westbrook when he'd come off the floor, like all these like superstars when they come off the floor, their team sucks. Like you, that the whole goal is like the Raptors showed last year, is that when your star player sits out, you want to be able to sustain, and that's the key, because eventually injuries happen, foul trouble happens, whatever it is, you don't want to just crumble if that person if you're not relying on them for a period of time. 
Yeah, makes sense. Uh, I'm going to read some tweets. Uh, this is, <laughs> I guess this will be an NBA Twitter segment. This is just reactions. Did you just? I can't believe. Yes. Yes, you really tweeted that out. NBA Twitter, you are undefeated. Bill Simmons, did OKC really just get Shea and Gallo and five first and two pick swaps for Paul George, or have I been drugged? Bill Simmons, I mean, he's had it rough for the past year. I mean, he called the Celtics winning 67 games. Um, he said that that Kawhi was definitely going to the Lakers. He's he's had a rough year or so with predictions and, and evaluating the NBA. Well, and so it's funny. So he was, because um, I've listened to his podcast pretty frequently. And so he did the whole podcast on Wednesday, basically like, you know, what we've heard is that Kawhi's going to the Lakers. So this whole podcast is going to assume he's going to the Lakers. Um, that now looks pretty awkward. Um, but besides that, he was saying that the whole AD trade, originally he was like, I can't believe the Lakers gave up that much. He's like, they gave up way too much. They got robbed. Then when the whole Kawhi Lakers thing happened, he's like, it's a good trade because they'll probably win the title. So now I guess he's back on the other side of it. It was a bad trade. He got too much. And now he's saying it's too much. And what if this, if, if you can't judge it now. And that's what I said when the AD trade is that you can't judge it because you don't know what's going to happen with the picks. Right. You don't know if, if the team wins the title, the trade's worth it. Look at Toronto. Like the, they knew it was a one year rental, but it was worth it because they won. Right. So it doesn't matter. You gave up DeRozan for those extra couple of years or whatever because they won the title. So like, and right now it's like, we said the Clippers are front runners. So like, you do what you can to get in this position because otherwise, how do they get as the, you know, the leader in the clubhouse in the NBA? There's no other roadmap that leads them there with all those right. picks. They'd have to like nail a bunch of like what like late first round, mid first rounders with the team they had. Like it's it doesn't make sense. Um, so personally, like I said, it, yeah, they gave up a lot, but they also got a lot. So I think it makes sense. I think it makes sense too. Um, Skip Bayless, LeBron just got space jammed by number two. Uh, I kind of don't want to give him the time of day. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to pass yeah, on Skip. Yeah, uh, we're going to pass on Skip. Uh, this is crazy. I, I, I'm just... Oh, did you see that? So um, the Lakers contingent is upset. Kawhi chose the Clippers, obviously, but more shocked. The Thunder paved the way with the Paul George play. Completely blindsided mm, by that. Oh, I wonder LeBron's thinking right now. That's, yeah, and what's funny is that Paul George could have pushed and been like, hey, just trade me to either LA team because then you would have been a big three. But he no. just must have pushed. Just yeah, he didn't want to. And that's the thing I think what people like about Kawhi. He didn't want to join a super team. Like, I think he knew if oh, he joined awesome. the Lakers, okay, yeah, I'm going to get two, three rings out of this and it's going to be easy. But I think he wanted, you know, to beat these guys. I mean, I think he got a kick out of beating the Warriors, taking them down, even though, I mean, they weren't fully healthy. It is you know, a notch on his belt and to go to the Clippers. And if you win a championship in the same city as LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers, I mean, I, I, at one point, I, I, I can't believe we've been asking this question. And I, this is a theoretical, obviously, but at what point do we even put Kawhi Leonard in the GOAT conversation, right? I mean, is it? it, it it's it, a little early yeah. for that. Like, but also he is the slayer of super right. teams. So we go back. He killed the Heat dynasty. Killed the Spurs dynasty without really knowing that's what he was doing. Then he ends the Warriors, and then he ends the Lakers before he even starts. Yeah, it's he's just and you know and PR wise, like we talked about it before, just how it's swung, swung. Like if he goes to the Lakers, he's instantly hated because he joins a super team. If he goes back to the Raptors, people probably enjoy him or whatever. But now he goes he goes to his own team, brings one other superstar, and literally leaks out that he didn't want to join a super team. Like can, you can't PR that no, any better can't. than that. For a guy who literally has no inner circle and you have no leaks or whatever, that's like, it's perfect. And New Balance, hang on, 
It's so funny. It's just so, so funny. Oh, oh my God. God. He's freaking laughing to the freaking. <laughs> Chris Carter just tweeted out all the information that leaked from Magic's conversations with Kawhi didn't help the Lakers case. I don't know how much I really believe that. I don't think Kawhi was like, if they leak this information out, I'm not going to be a Laker. I think he was more set on the Clippers, didn't really care what the Lakers were doing. Yeah, so it's actually, so I don't know if and the whole Chris Carter thing was funny this week, how he became like a source of information. So um, weird. I mean, you're, you're a freaking wide receiver for the NFL with really limited knowledge in basketball, and you, you're all of a sudden a source. It's crazy. I'll get back to that. But just so Mark Stein just tweeted, OKC acquired three unprotected first-round picks from the Clippers, 2022, 24, 26, plus two firsts from Miami, 2021 unprotected, and 2023 protected 1-14. to and the rights to swap picks in 23 and 25. From so, Miami? How do they get that? I'm assuming, well, is, that the, is it the Harkless deal? Is No, it doesn't make sense. Uh, right? Didn't they attach at least one with Harkless? Okay. The sign and trade with Butler? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Right? Okay. Wasn't that whole like four crazy tra- uh, sign okay. and trade deal? I'm pretty All sure right. that's how they got those. Um, so it's three of their own picks and then two picks they had from Miami. And then two sw- swaps. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> just that alone is staggering. Um, but it's funny, back to the magic thing. He's like, the magic is just the eternal optimist. Like, what do you think? He's going to have a conversation with someone and come out and just, you know, be like, hey, that didn't go well, guys. Like, <laughs> when has he ever done that? Like, he just always comes out and he's immediately blowing smoke over everyone's <laughs> ass. Like, that's just who magic is. He is. He absolutely is. Oh, my God. This is insane. I Just to recap free agency, too, in general. I, I don't know if we're ever going to see another one like this. I mean, I, I can't think of the free agency classes coming up. I know Giannis is f- available in 2021. We were talking about this through text earlier. I think he stays in Milwaukee. I don't think he goes any anywhere. And even if he does make himself available and go somewhere else, I mean, there isn't as much talent at one time available and ready to move like there was this year. This year has been simply unbelievable. Well, so look, this is Bill Simmons just tweeted, the following guys changed teams in the last three weeks. Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, Paul George, Kevin Durant, Jimmy Butler, Al Horford, Kemba Walker, Kyrie Irving, Daniel Russell. He specifically put Kyrie Irving near the bottom of that list, which is funny. Because <laughs> 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 he's super salty about that. But yeah. um, but that's a crazy list. And yeah, the next two years, really. I mean, Giannis isn't... Yeah, the free agency next year isn't great at all. And then uh, it's Giannis, and I feel like there's... And then is it Beal, maybe, who's up? But they're pro- like... I think Beal, yeah, Beal will be 2021. Yeah, so like, the, but there's a chance that both those guys get extensions and just sign it. Um, yeah, it's crazy. But even with Beal, like Beal and Giannis, it just doesn't. Listen, I know Giannis is the MVP, and I, I'm not saying he's not one of the best players in the league, but I, it doesn't hit. It doesn't hit with me, you know. For Ooh, some reason, throwing, throwing some Giannis shade, huh? I might, I might be a little Ooh. bit. Listen, he definitely has the potential to be uh, the best player in the league. To me, though, I feel like. He got exposed in the Raptors series. He's he's still phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. He's still top five player in the league, maybe top seven or something like that. But he needs to develop a little more before I even put him in the same category as Kawhi, LeBron, KD, even Steph Curry, those type of guys. He's not there yet, in my opinion. You know, it's a perfect way. Just to, what like I thought I click on this tweet because I wasn't sure if it was this was just like someone messing with me. So Ramona Shelburne just tweeted: The Lakers are expected to bring back Contavious Caldwell Pope on a two-year, sixteen million dollar deal. <laughs> 
<laughs> now they're just signing everybody. <laughs> three three a.m. Oh, on July sixth, they're like, "Yo, can, hey, uh, KCP, uh, you, you uh, with Clutch?" And it's like LeBron's like, "Yo, make, make sure you get our guy back." And it's just like, "We gotta save some face. Sign KCP. That that'll really, uh, you know, boost Pal- our stock." Palenka texted him, "You up?" <laughs> <laughs> he probably sent so many of those texts when that happened. Yeah, yeah, he did. Danny he Green. Just literally just Danny everyone. Green. You up? Yo, yeah. you up. Oh, God. That's hilarious. He's like, hey, we got a lot of cap space, guys. Hey. I could get- <laughs> What's so funny is that the Clippers, I thought the entire time it was so weird that the Clippers didn't do anything. I was like, wow, they're going to be huge losers of this. Yeah. And they don't they don't sign anyone. They have the same team back. And they're and, like. And now and the then, Lakers. The entire time, the entire organization is like, you guys just wait. Just wait. And, and- uh, also, you know. Kawhi, Friday night news dump. Martin. Literally Friday night. It's like Saturday morning. Man. My, my friend Martin Weiss, who is a producer at Fox Sports, he's also makes appearances on the odd couple of Fox Sports Radio, Chris Bissard and Rob Parker. He just tweeted, Lakers got 11 spots open and like six players. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. I mean, 11 is exaggerating, but I mean, they need to fill out this effing roster. They have nobody. Yeah, I'm looking that up real quick. But who else yeah. is on this roster? Let's see. Let's see if ESPN updated this as quickly. Yep, Contavious Caldwell Pope back on there. So, so let's now, see. You you think the Lakers get desperate here and sign Demarcus Cousins? Well, if I'm the, I mean, he doesn't. I mean, I guess he played with AD. Right. I mean, if at this point, if you're just signing him for like the vet minimum or whatever, like what do you have to lose? Like he doesn't apparently have a market out there. And just kind of um, hope he he returns to form of what he was before and doesn't get hurt. Yeah, so these are the guys they have under contract according to ESPN's website right now. So you got LeBron, AD, KCP is now the third highest paid player on that team. It's a big three right there. Jared Dudley, Rajon Rondo. But you know, is he back? I don't, I don't remember him signing. I think that might yeah. be a mistake. Yeah. Because so they, they have Rondo and Stevenson still on here. I don't think Stevenson's still there. No, either. no, no, he's not. Yeah, so then Rondo and Stevenson are. They got Kuzma, and then they got yeah, Tyson Chandler and JaVale McGee, the other two they saved for salary on here. And then they got their second round pick, who just do see Talon, Talon Horton Tucker, how he's not playing in summer league because he hurt his hurt his knee, I believe. Yeah, Maybe, I yeah. Know, it, was, it was a foot. It was a foot. He had a foot like he strain reaction in his foot. So they're uh, the player who they drafted and hoping he'd be a three and D guy isn't even playing summer league right now. Jeez, um, it's all coming up for the Lakers, man. Stable centers can be absolutely absurd. Yeah, when the, Clipper, when the Clippers and the Lakers play each other. Oh my goodness. <sighs> I gotta get a ticket, dude. If 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 they so happen to play when you're around for Sunday Night Football, we have to, we have to do I, it. Oh, I think I'm there like three times this That's year what I'm too. Saying. I'm there's, in LA like three there's times. There's gotta so. be a, a hopefully at some point <laughs> they the scheduling gods make it where it's like you know what? we want a very lit weekend in Los Angeles, <laughs> Sunday Night Football game, and then that Saturday we'll Thursday have nineteen, yeah, yep. or even Thursday Night T game. Yep, that would be. We have to go. We have to go. Yeah. Oh my god see alex caruso play in person i mean <laughs> I, I wouldn't miss that for the world <laughs> alex caruso versus lou williams oh, oh my god Dude, I, it's nba is unlike anything else it's nuts i can't believe that this happened tonight neither can i and you know it's it's I, I hate to bring it back to my Nick fandom, but it's so frustrating. Like the Clippers win, the Nets win. I mean, in some sort of way, the Lakers win because they got AD. You have a, you have yeah. potential title hopes. I mean, the Jazz win. Um, 
the Sixers win. I mean, the Celtics, even when they lose, they kind of win because they get Kemba back. And the Knicks, the, the Knicks just, I can't. The Pelicans win. They get Zion and, and a boatload of players and, and, a, and a nice future. I mean, the Warriors, even when they lost, they kind of won. They get D'Lo. Like, it's not that bad, even though it kind of is. Like, it's just. Well, it's, but basically, I think what the point of what you're saying is that the really good organizations, even when they lose in free agency, they still win because they make something of it. Right. Like, look at the teams that lost something, like Boston and Golden State, who lost these all-NBA, all-pro-type players, and they still ended up getting something out of it in free agency in some way, whether it was, like, signage or whatever it may be. They didn't just lose the asset and not gain anything back. They got something for it. And that's, I think, the biggest thing. And what sucks is that the Knicks, they can't, I mean, well, actually, they did have an asset in Porzingis, and they just gave that away. So I guess they do just give stuff away. Oh, my God. <laughs> they do. So, I mean, yeah, they do, they do just give stuff away because uh, <sighs> they very clearly just, just gonna didn't, be, want, just gonna be a didn't bad, want KP anymore. It's going to be a bad franchise for a really, really, really long time. I mean, I, and on top of that, you have teams like that suck but are on their way up, like the Hawks, right? The Hawks were terrible last year, but I look at their future, and I'm like, they're going to be dope in three, four years. Yeah, once their players develop. I mean, it's and yeah, and look at the Nets. The Nets developed everything, exactly. and yeah, they accelerated. They accelerated it through free agency this year, but they were still on the up and up, and showing how to build a team. Man, this um, teams that are run that are run properly, they uh they show it during the off season. Yep, and us and the Hornets were just chilling, chilling, being mediocre and horrible. So it's uh, it's sickening. I, I, that's the last time I talk about the Knicks for a while. But so last thoughts, Josh. What do you think? I mean. It's is it a knee jerk reaction to say the Clippers are the favorites right now? No, I mean you know, to me, I think they have to be. I mean, also like, it is just a reaction of it. But I mean, I don't know who else you put ahead of them. I mean, even the Jazz might be kind of close. Um, if the Nets, if KD was healthy this year, I would have loved to have seen that to see which team you would pick because they're both kind of very similar, and I feel like the match would be great with that. Um, for me personally, the Clippers um, are the favorite, but for me the the winners in all of this is just fans in the NBA. It's like you said in the beginning. It's just this is awesome. It's the best possible scenario. No super team. Lots of parity. You have superstars all over the place. Um, hopefully, everyone stays healthy this year. Knock on wood. No injuries, right. especially considering what we saw in the finals this year, um, which really just sucked. Seeing you know the Warriors just devastated, which you know, was an awesome, awesome final series too. Before. Um, Clay went down. Imagine KD in it against Kawhi. We got robbed of that. Um, just, you know, hopefully a healthy year where, you know, and he got Zion. It's just like, man, NBA is in such great shape. And now this is just, it's awesome. It's, it, I'm, I'm so happy. It's three o'clock in the morning. I should be up in like four hours with a two year old and a four month old. But you know what? I don't care. I'm happy that this happened. <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, this just puts a bow on the season that was. And it, you know, it gives us a chance to look forward to what next season is going to be. And I, I can't wait. I really can't. I'm so mad. It's July and we have to wait so damn long. I had to suffer through uh, the Knicks losing a game in the summer league with their regular starting lineup, by the way, from last year to wait, they lost, yeah, they, they lost, dude. They lost. No. Yes, they lost. I mean, it was a shortened game because of the earthquake. So they had to end yeah. the game at the, what the, what the score was. They lost 80 to 74. I guess it's a good thing you didn't put that money on the next <laughs> then, huh? Yeah, you're right. Pull, let's Man. Pull, pull the curtain back a little bit. I, I texted the group chat. Knicks minus three and a half is a lock tonight. They should win by 20. And they should have. 
They were up like 15 points. Favored to win the whole summer league, too. You can't uh, even win that, man. Uh, you can't win that. Uh, so I don't know what my next episode is going to be. I was waiting for Kawhi to sign. I know I was going to do an episode with Quab. I might just do that anyway, just to kind of wrap up the season, maybe look back at old predictions and see where I went wrong and went right. So I'll probably do that. Josh, thanks for hopping on. I finally woke up my father. He's telling me to shut the fuck up. So it's time for us to go. I'm sorry, Dad. I know you can hear me. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm not editing that out. Josh, where can people follow you on Twitter? Uh, at Jay Veltry. Uh, let's talk some hoops, man. Give me a follow. I'll follow back. And let's talk some hoops. We got a little ways to go. So we might as well start arguing about who's going to be the favorites and what the story, best storylines are going to be. So at Jay Veltry, uh, give me a follow. All right. You can follow the dime at the dime NBA. I'm Josh Rodriguez at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. Josh, let's get some sleep. Yeah, let's do it, man. <laughs> All right. See you next time on The Dime. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.